0: four three two one you're listening to racing world brought to you by perspective group it's your motorsport podcast show in conjunction with race control magazine
1: well hi there everyone welcome to another edition of racing world i'm back in new zealand now doing my 14 days in miq for those of you who perhaps live outside of new zealand and don't understand about miq when we come back into the country due to COVID. We have to do a 14-day stop in a, in a managed isolation facility. So I'm at day four, and uh, it's going to be quite a long 14 days. But anyway, we had an IndyCar race uh, just held this morning uh, back on the IMS road course. Uh, another great event, really, in IndyCar. First things, or notable things, 28 cars lined up for the start. That's a massive car count. Uh, it shows you that there's a bit of off-season interest coming. The rumours of you know 27 car fields for next year I think are highly likely whether some of the pit lanes can cope with them or not. That's a question yet to be answered. Uh, Just one practice session and then straight into qualifying. It didn't work out too well for the Kiwi guys uh, in various bits and pieces, which you can see on our Facebook page. Uh, Surprise, of course, was Lingard coming over from F2 and then just suddenly being right in amongst it. Uh, So certainly said to everyone that the Rahal Letterman cars are capable of doing the deed when they need to. But then onto the race and well, it was another great race. Uh, This championship now is very much deciding that it's gonna go right down to the wire as always. And I think really when we come out of this weekend, there's probably five drivers that are in contention for it. I think anyone further back from that needs a lot of maths to make things work and we're not gonna see that. So anyway, let's look back at the race for a start. Well, the race itself was to provide us with that win that Willpower's been looking for all season and it makes us 40th win in IndyCar putting him up there in the all-time list, but of course behind Dixon. Uh, but he's now fifth on the list of all-time winners. It was a great race for Will, he certainly needed it mentally as well as anything else. Roman Grosjean in there as well with his second best finish of the season. Both held at IMS, both second places. So, you know, always a good performance from Roman there. He seems to have really adjusted to the place and we'll hear from him shortly. Uh, the other notable things really was that our three championship contenders, Pedro Award, Alex Palau, and Dixon all had issues during the race or various forms of issues Uh, and what that's done now with Will winning the race has really tightened up the championship battle. Scott McLaughlin he was in amongst it he had two things one he got airborne here coming through the infield section and then of course he ran into the back of uh, Renus VK Uh, so very mixed race for poor old Scott McLaughlin. For Alex Palau, yes he was was there for quite some time and then uh, had some issues with the car, even on lap 1 he was radioing the team saying that he had issues or felt that the car was down on power. They were checking mapping and all sorts of things, felt that they were losing power but they were trying to fight as always for podium places or points positions but in the end uh, it didn't quite work out for him. And that brought out a full course yellow just near the end of the race, which, of course, was uh, timing for willpower. It just then it had to be about winning that restart, getting on to the end and uh, overall, you know, bringing the thing home. The first 67 laps of the race, of course, went caution three. So there was various tyre and fuel strategies that came out. um, But what it did do is it brought 11 lead changes amongst six drivers as the teams tried to undercut each other with pit stops and that sort of thing. But of course it's about running the race distance, sticking to a strategy that you think is going to pull off, and uh, in the end again, as I said, Willpower coming good and bringing home his first win of the season. And of course there's nothing better than a happy Willpower, and of course he's always one for a good bit of humour at the press conference, so I was lucky enough to join the press conference, as always, via Zoom, via our friends at IndyCar, and catch up with Willpower, and this is what he had to say
0: where you're just seeing the tents, you know, grow behind you because you have it on your dash, you can see. And just, you know, you just start getting that little nitpick and like little tiny details, right? And slowly pulling away. It's a great feeling. Um, it's right in my zone, right in my wheelhouse when I'm like that. Um, that was another day like that for me. And, um, yeah, love it. It's my life. Like, I just love competing, but... It's just winning is absolutely what makes me happy. I'm very moody when, I'm, when I haven't won for a while. I just ask my wife.
1: And then, of course, like anything, there's always a little bit of humor from our man, Will.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, well, the tires made the biggest difference. I think the, the manufacturer is so close right now. You only see a difference when you've got some really slow corners where I think you know, Honda has a little bit more torque. But as far as just power levels, very... Very close, very close. Uh, yeah, you don't really see a performance difference in engines at all. All right. And also, um, how, I don't want to say it was easy. Obviously, it wasn't easy. But how easy was it for you to uh, keep, like, 75? 75... Sorry, um it's Alex, Alex Rossi, sorry. He's just, thanks, man. If... I'm happy for you. I'm also glad I'm going home. So have fun with that. Please tell me you didn't have another bad race. No, man, I finished fourth. Oh, good. I was like, I was like, man, if you had another bad race, I was like going to be like, so I broke the spell though, dude. I broke the spell. Yeah. You've got to, you've got to win now. Anyway, I've got to get back to press conference. Thanks, man. Yeah, <laughs> cheers. Right. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. See you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, David. That's brilliant. I had to answer Rossi and I have been just having the most horrible time. So I'm <laughs> glad that I broke the spell. Whatever you brought to the table, of me, you should take to Rossi next weekend. So, you know. yeah.
1: No, I want to win. So okay. screw so, him. I'm so- well, the second, second place finish at Indianapolis at the road course event. I think Roman Grosjean really liking this place. As he said, he has the keys to the place, as you might say.
2: Yes, you know, I've got the key of the speedway. So, <laughs> you know, if it's home. No, literally uh, you have the key to the speedway. I yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, I gave them back, you know, but I had the keys, so... Um, it's home, and uh, no, I mean, we've we've had a good car here. The track was quite different from when we came first, so we had to adapt a little bit uh, the setup to make it work. Um, yesterday, I think we had pulled, but I made a small mistake in the turn 8, nine, ten, which is probably where we were the weakest uh, this weekend, uh, compared to where we were the strongest in May, so the track did change a little bit with, with the curbs, um, so we're going to analyze that, but definitely the car was good today. We know we are very strong on the brake and at the restart i um i give it a go on colton um i've been no racing him for some time and i know he's super fair on track and you it's one of the driver that you can go and you know he's gonna leave you the the place uh just for a good fight uh so i wouldn't do that with with anyone but with colton i know it works and i was hoping to do the same on will on the last restart but uh he went early and i uh, just couldn't quite uh keep up with him uh but i'm um, Happy, happy for the team and uh looking forward to um to more.
1: For Colton Herter, a third place finish. Um, yeah, probably what we'd be expecting. He'd probably want higher. Uh, had a bit of a mixed bag weekend. He certainly relied on his Andretti teammates uh helping him out with car setups. And
0: you know, this is one of the weekends where I, I got a lot of help from them, um, you know, switching over because we you know, the car's diabolical in, in FP one, so we switched over to to their setups and and found a lot of time with that um so yeah it helps a lot for me um but also it's good for them that they're chipping away at it and close to where they you know they want to be
1: and colton's teammate alexander rossi coming in fourth so it was a bit of a good sweep for the andretti team finally
0: content in this field it's um it's tough to do a whole lot of anything so the guys did a great job killing um car was it's good i think fourth was the best we could do today but ultimately we we went forward when we needed to um, in the critical moments of the race and uh, the
1: Auto guys did an awesome job. I mean, it's the best result of the year, so I guess there's some consolation in that. And then for a young driver that's really in this championship hunt and I kind of wouldn't rule him out as the wild card really, and that's Paddo award we uh, you've got the Ganassi cars there, but I just think that Pato's probably in a position to strike. he's moved back to second in the championship. Not overly a good race finishing fifth for him, but again the best of the others in terms of the points haul.
0: Started on hold, um, ended fifth. I consider us lucky today. Uh, we, we, we we gained a lot of ground in the championship. We're sitting second now, 21 points behind Palau. We cut more than 50 of the of the length that we were behind him uh, coming into the weekend. So that's definitely a positive for us. But uh, saying that we're lucky, I think we. You know, we were in the fight with him. Uh, he, he was he was unfortunate and, and lost his engine, and, and that allowed us to, to, to truly get a, a big jump on him on the championship. But um, we didn't quite have the pace to win, uh, so we need to work harder. Uh, I think the one next
2: weekend is going to be good for us. And uh, we're ready Four more races.
1: Then an eighth place for Joseph Newgarden. Now this guy is just inside that top five in terms of the points championship and I still think that he's in the game. Joseph's been there before. As we've said before, it's been a Dixon Newgarden, Dixon Newgarden type championship scenario for the last few years. Newgarden with these races remaining, I think he's a serious, serious threat. And even though these other guys have had good form early on, you got to get to the end. So great weekend for Joseph Newgarden.
0: All right, everyone, we finished eighth today. Um, you know, not what we were dreaming of, but a pretty good result having to start 20th. I, uh,
2: I had to avoid some, some chaos in the beginning. I thought I was gonna get sideswiped by
0: two or three cars and just tried to save our, our race car from the beginning of the race. And that put us back a little bit, uh, just trying to avoid people. So we got behind and then just kept marching forward and, and finally got in the top 10 and ended up finishing 8th. So pretty good day for us, um, you know, points wise, we definitely jumped forward a little bit. So it's a fun race with Xpel and Team Chevy. We could have started up higher. I think we had more potential, but you know, a day uh, where you finish 8th when, when starting 20th, I think it was you know pretty good for us. So pretty happy. So see you guys next time.
1: And then to Dixon, uh, down in 17th, not a good weekend by him, certainly not something that you'd expect from the Iceman, but this is where the Ganassi team gets stronger. They have the ability to bounce back from this sort of thing. A lot of this was the result of the spin during qualifying, but you've got to take that on the chin and move on, and Dixon is a person that can do that. He's done it time and time again. He knows how to play this game, and even though this was tough, there's races on the table, and you watch. He'll be there, and you will not rule him out.
2: Uh, just a horrible weekend to be honest, um, mistaken qualifying uh, and that affected obviously our starting position with, uh, with the penalty and then uh, we actually made good uh, good progress, I think we got up to 12th or 13th uh, from 26th, uh, I think we would have finished being maybe in the top 10 uh, have we had reds for the last step but uh, obviously when I was fun as well. Uh, you know, ruined those tires and I didn't have uh, those tires for the race where you know, we're the only ones, I uh, think me and Pajinal at the end that didn't have uh, red tires. So frustrating uh, weekend, frustrating day. Uh, just yeah, we need someone who roll our weight
1: Then to his Ganassi teammate, Jimmy Johnson, 19th place out of the 28 car starters. So I think that was pretty good performance for Jimmy. He showed moments of brilliance, actually. uh, And, you know, it's been a hard season for him coming from a big, heavy... Probably not overly well handling NASCAR to uh, you know the more nimble IndyCar. Uh, the season's coming on. This is the first time that he's been to a track that he's revisited as such as many of the drivers uh, like Grosjean and um, Scott McLaughlin. But for for Jimmy, I think he should be pretty proud with a 19th place finish.
2: This weekend, it's just been a weekend full of more confidence and more understanding of the car. Certainly more understanding of the track since I've raced here before and I've also tested and um, certainly my ceiling from the spring race was my floor and i'm able to build on that i qualified it over a second faster than what i did in the spring um, in much harder conditions on top of that you know had some racecraft going on uh, I had to work some fuel numbers and and wasn't in the race that I wanted to be in mid-race. But with the cautions at the end, we were able to go back to full power, make a couple passes, work my way up into the high teams, and just have an awesome day at this car going Honda. Good fun. Can't Can't wait to get to Portland and do it all again.
1: And then onwards to our 2021 Indy 500 champion, four-time winner, Alio Castroneves, finishing 21st today. Not really the result that I would have expected from him. The the Shank Racing team know how to set up a car here at IMS on the road course. Um, Jack Harvey proves that. Alio just not really having everything go his way. It again shows how tough this series is when you've got calibres of drivers like Dixon and Castro Nevers back down this end of the field and it shows you you just cannot make any single mistakes. But for Alio, it's great. We're going to have him in the series again full-time next year and I think that's fantastic. The big news, of course, will be who his teammate becomes. There um, seems to be a hot tip now that maybe it could end up being Simon Pagano. So just watch that space. Uh Paginot is certainly a friend of Honda and he'd be coming from the Chevy Run Penske team. So let's put five bucks on the fact that Pagano might end up alongside Alio Shank Racing next year. But anyway, Aleo 21st. Yeah, no, we
2: started conservative obviously and uh, kept it going. MSR team did a great job. Uh, Series XM uh, automation was, you know, we were improving. Unfortunately, we're on the 20th position most of the time. however um, we probably would make a lot of position in the end, but we got caught in uh, one of the um, uh, spinning of the 21. I had to avoid it and lost all the position. But in the end, another learning process, and we just got to keep it going. But looking forward to Portland.
1: Then onwards to our 27th place finisher, Alex Palau. Still our championship leader, but really tough weekend for him. Now, this is, again, as I said earlier on, this is where the mental game's going to come into it. And someone like Dixon has been there, didn't have a good weekend this weekend and can bounce back from it. So this is going to test Alex. But anyway, 27th place, uh, yeah, not not what you'd really want. But this is what Alex had to say straight after the race.
2: Hey guys, uh, just down here at the, the race in Indy Road Course. Uh, unfortunately, we had a mechanical issue. We, we still don't know what happened, but uh, yeah, we were running really good P4, uh, started on P6. I think we had really good strategy and really good pace. Um, we are catching the guys in front for the podium. So yeah, unfortunately we couldn't fight today, but it's just a bump on the road and we'll keep on fighting.
1: So, of course, what that's done to the championship now with Will finishing first today is it's just spread the gaps between first and fifth, more importantly, to become quite tight. So Alex Plough now on 415 points. Paddo moves back up to second now on 394. Dixon at 381, so he's dropped a slot. Newgarden inherited a few points today, so he's at 360. Marcus Erickson, Dixon's teammate, in there at 353. Graham Rahal at 312. Uh, Colton Herter at 311. I see that as probably the cut-off line. After that, Pagano at 295, Willpower at 278, and Renius VK at 267. Those guys are mathematically there, but I think the odds start to get harder for them now. But those first, well, six, uh, are definitely in the championship game, and it only takes you one race, and you're out of it as well. So bring on those last races. Next race, of course, is on the Oval at St. Louis. Uh, Be a fantastic race, a night race, last of the Oval races for the year, so we could see all sorts of things happen there. Well, that wraps up another uh, NTT IndyCar Series round. There's just those races remaining now, which is St. Louis, then to Portland, uh, then down to Laguna, and then down to Long Beach on the street course for the final race of the year. So four to go now anyone's championship, it really is. It will certainly go to the wire. Again, it just says just massive amounts of things about how strong IndyCar is. Uh, In terms of those silly season rumours, well, Alex Albon was seen uh, sitting in some cars over the weekend at IMS, so he's certainly interested, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, I I think there's going to be quite a few things play out. The the key to the puzzle right now is, does Hunter Ray stay at Andretti's? I don't think he's going to. Does Grosjean go there? Yes, I think probably. Uh, Does Hinchcliffe stay at Andretti's? 50-50 odds on that one. He's racing for his career, that's for sure. Who goes in place of him? Anyone's guessed. As to the rest of the scenarios, as we said in the show a few weeks ago, and the link's here for that if you want to revisit that, I just think that there's so many driver movements coming for season 2022. And when you see the fact that we had 28 cars here today, and the talk of fields of you know 27 on a full-time basis, it says the series is very healthy. There's already rumour of an over 40 car count for the Indy 500 next May. So let's get rid of this COVID thing so we can all get back to the racing and really enjoy it. Because sitting in a hotel room doing MIQ and ain't anywhere near as much fun as being at a racetrack. But once again, I thank you all very much for watching the show. Really appreciate it. Love the fact that you're supporting Racing World. If you don't, then please uh, like, share and subscribe the show. It makes just that massive amount of difference. We're getting it out there. I love doing this for you. I keep finding as much information as I can for you on a regular basis. Uh, it's good to be home in New Zealand. we just got to get out of this hotel room now into my real home. But until then whatever you do and i can definitely vouch for this stay safe out there covid is a nasty nasty beast that's for sure and so be very very safe take care and we'll catch you again soon on racing world